Hi everybody, welcome to Sparkships, a recap of insights you can bank on. I'm your host, Michael Ash. In this episode, we're going to be talking about the explosion of Chinese tourists visiting Canada and whether or not Canadian retailers are adapting to their needs. According to the Canadian Tourism Commission, arrivals from China increased by 57.8% this past February compared to last year, and the trend doesn't seem to be stopping anytime soon. On the surface, luxury brands in the tourism industry seem to reap the biggest rewards, but who's to say other businesses can't benefit from this phenomenon? Keep in mind, nearly 500,000 Chinese tourists traveled to Canada in 2014. More than half of these visitors went to Vancouver, and 38% of them explored Ontario. According to Moneris, the spending power of these individuals has been increasing since 2010, when the average amount of money spent by a Chinese visitor was only $1,630. In 2013, that number grew to $1,804, and the top four categories of expense revolved around retail, dining, lodging, and other respectively. Business Insider suggests that Chinese tourists are the largest buyers of luxury goods at the moment. On the same token of thought, a few weeks ago, the BBC reported that Apple's iPhone sales in Greater China may have surpassed the US for the first time. It was only a year ago when investors had doubts of the region's appetite for the premium brand, yet ongoing sales tell a different story. In case you were wondering, sales of Apple's iPhone in Greater China soared 71%, and Tim Cook says it's all thanks to China's rising middle class. This bit of data may seem trivial, but think about it this way. Studies by Google suggest that 33% of Chinese consumers use their smartphones during the purchase journey, compared to only 14% of Canadians. So how does this relate to Chinese tourists visiting Canada? Well, given that Canadian dollar still looks attractive to foreigners, Chinese tourists may have more reasons to use their smartphones, which are probably iPhones, for planning a trip to their third most favorite travel destination in the world. Yes, you heard it right, Canada is the third most favored travel destination for Chinese tourists after New Zealand and the United States. In addition, we have more reasons to believe that Chinese tourists will keep on coming back to Canada because of family. You see, in 2013 there were over 95,000 Chinese students studying in Canada and they contributed to around $2.4 billion to the Canadian economy. Nowadays, you may have noticed China's Union Pay logo at shopping malls across the world, or even Mandarin-speaking sales staff at dedicated group entrances. But facilitating a purchase at the final point of contact does very little for creating brand relationships. So what else can be done? In an article written for Retail Insider, Edward Kwan, a luxury goods expert based out of Vancouver, also spoke about this dilemma. In Mr. Kwan's view, Brands must understand the user journey of Chinese tourists, especially the research phase that comes before the final purchase. The majority of visitors use Chinese search engines and social media platforms, making Mandarin and Cantonese-speaking travel writers and bloggers quite influential. This episode of Sparkships has been created for the business enthusiast, marketer, and entrepreneur. For more information, please visit sparkships.com or email us at info at sparkshifts.com. Until next time, thank you for listening.